Hi, I'm Sharon Pearson with the seven Jamaican and Caribbean weekly news items you may have missed for the week ending June 18th, 2021. These news items are brought to you by Jamaicans.com. This week's news. Ministry of Education warns schools against barring students from exams due to hairstyles. A nationwide warning has been issued by the Ministry of Education in Jamaica to tell them not to exclude students from examinations in the summer of 2021 due to their choices of hairstyle. Schools worldwide are being sued in civil courts for barring students from enrolling in school, attending classes or sitting exams on the basis of what they view as inappropriate hairstyles. In Jamaica, however, a warning against this policy was issued by the government after some students reported they were not allowed to sit exams because they needed a haircut. The Education Ministry has determined that students' hairstyles do not constitute a hindrance to learning, nor should they be used to exclude students from schools. The Ministry is investigating the reported incidents and will release its findings after the investigation is complete. Consumers concerned about lack of clarity regarding rideshare firms' local operations. Consumers in Jamaica have expressed concern about the lack of clarity in the operations of Uber, the global ride-sharing company, as it begins to provide its services in Kingston. According to Trevor Samuels, spokesperson for the National Consumer League, public authorities seem unsure about the legality of Uber's operations in the country and statements by authorities that transport officials have labelled Uber's local services as a new designation. Samuels says consumers and other stakeholders need to know if the Uber services has received full approval from the government. Transport Minister Robert Montague has not commented on the matter, but consumers wonder whether legislative changes are needed to address a major source of government revenue and a way to impose order on the business. The Transport Authority is projected to receive licensing and processing fees of $1.3 billion in fiscal year 2021 through 2022, and the agency has signalled that Uber may need to partner only with licensed operators in the public transportation sector, regardless of what it calls its leasing agreement. This week's Caribbean News. Fund supports sustainability, conservation and livelihoods in the Caribbean. A regional project funding cycle under Powering Innovations in Civil Society and Enterprises for Sustainability in the Caribbean, PISCES, was completed by the Caribbean Sea Innovation Fund, or CARSIF, of the Caribbean National Resources Institute. The fund receives financing from the European Union and supports 17 small and micro-grants implemented by civil society organizations and nature-based small and micro-businesses in nine Caribbean countries. The projects raised public awareness to the threats confronting the coastal zones of the Bahamas, Dominica, Grenada, Haiti, Jamaica, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and Trinidad and Tobago. They also strengthened livelihoods in those areas such as beekeeping, sea moss, mariculture and the production of smoked and salted fish in forming part of a strategy to protect and restore the sustainability use of coastal ecosystems. 
Are you ready to reach the world with your event, business or product? This weekly news summary is syndicated to over 60 radio stations worldwide. We invite you to become a sponsor today. Contact us at news at jamaicans.com. This week's Diaspora News. Governor General Achievement Awards presented to six Jamaicans in diaspora. The 2021 Governor General's Achievement Awards, GGAA, were awarded to six Jamaicans in the diaspora in recognition of their significant contributions to the country and the diaspora. A virtual ceremony was held to honour Amani Simpson and Bishop Llewellyn Graham from the United Kingdom, Dave Doyen and Dr. Sylvanus Thompson from Canada, and Cassandra Campbell and Dr. Trudy Hall from the United States. The awards, which were presented on behalf of Sir Patrick Allen, Jamaica's Governor-General, by Seth George Ramakan, High Commissioner to the UK, Sharon Miller, High Commissioner to Canada, and Audrey Marks, Jamaican Ambassador to the US, recognise individuals who displayed active and significant service to the development of the communities in which they live and to Jamaica. The Governor-General made special mention of the fact that many of the recipients had served on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic. This week's business news. Jamaican Transport Authority says Uber does not have permission to operate in Jamaica. Uber, the global ride-sharing company, has not received permission from Jamaica's Transport Authority to do business in the country. Uber made its services available to people in Kingston on June 15, 2021 and has advertised for drivers. The Transport Authority maintains that any provision of public transportation services in Jamaica requires a road license from the agency. Uber's vehicle with driver lease agreement constitutes a new designation in the local transportation sector and may not remove the requirement for the firm to hire only licensed operators to provide ride-sharing services in the local market. Now for this week's arts and entertainment news. Simpson returns as chair of Jamaica Reggae Industry Association. Attorney and musician Ewan Simpson will serve as chair of the Jamaica Reggae Industry Association, JARIA, for a second term. The organization's mandate is to unite and promote the interests of all stakeholders directly and indirectly involved with Jamaica's music and music industry. It is also charged with promoting and providing opportunities for the development of its members by facilitating access to education, training, capacity building and networking. According to Simpson, Jaria is moving to engage more entertainment industry interests with training that will allow them to enhance their earning capabilities on the world stage, especially after the downturn experienced during the COVID-19 lockdown. Simpson added that a priority for the organization is a membership drive and a membership card that will give members access to discounts and critical services. He added that everything is on track to stage a successful Reggae Month celebration. This week's sports news. Jamaica announces plans to mitigate elimination of pre-Olympic training camp. 
Although the pre-Olympic training camp in Totori, Japan, has been cancelled due to COVID-19 safety concerns, the Jamaica Athletics Administrative Association, JAAA, announced this will not hinder Jamaica's presentation or participation in the July 2021 Olympic Games in Tokyo. According to Garth Gale, president of the JAAA, Jamaica's athletes will attend the Olympics and develop contingencies to mitigate the loss of the training camp. Coaches have already been working with athletes in Jamaica, and there are plans to expand those preparations, he added. Jamaicans could compete in up to eight sporting disciplines in Tokyo, but the track and field team benefit the most from pre-Olympic camps, which are traditionally held two to three weeks prior to the Games. Thank you for listening to the Jamaica Weekly News Summary, brought to you by Jamaicans.com. You can listen to this podcast again at Jamaicans.com. We invite you to become a weekly news summary sponsor. Contact us at news at jamaicans.com. I'm Sharon Pearson and you can listen to me on Fridays at midday at turnitupradio.com, on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to midday at theenglishconnectionmedia.com and on Sundays between the hours of 6 and 9 p.m. at e2onair.com for The Conduit Show with Peter G. Remember the word is power and there is power in the word.